Scotty, are you there? I hear you breathing, but I think you do not care. For me, your co-host in America, because you're snooty Brit all the way over in West Bollockshire. Yeah, I can't stand any more of that. I've got to start talking to you now. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's uh, you, you were ringing on too many devices, and uh, when I eventually did answer, I answered on the device that didn't have the headphones in. So um, there we are. It was it was, uh, but um, then I heard you singing, and at first I was intrigued, and then I was shocked, and then I was um, I don't know, comatose or something. Yes, uh, but the reality was I had too many devices, John. No, you have too many vices. I think the problem is that you probably went down to the pub and celebrated with Ted Lasso. Um, because of all the great announcements from Apple yesterday, is that not the case? Well, why is every 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 American now associates? Well, not maybe every American, maybe too generalistic a term. Uh, many Americans in the uh, in the tech industry now just think of Britain as what they see in Ted Lasso. Because I'm sure it is an accurate portrayal of life in in jolly old somewhere. It is because every Premier League manager just goes down to the local pub to celebrate with the fans all the time, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's in there. But um, anyway. anyway John, we're, we're totally off track there. Uh, we were talking about yesterday's announcement. Um, yeah, well, let's start with you. Did you did you get anything? I I whipped out my credit card as fast as I could. I basically wasn't even able to see much of the presentation, and I haven't had a chance to look through after the fact. I had back to back meetings at the time, um, but as soon as I saw that there was an actual M1 laptop available, I just I got one. I got the one that 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 I had the feeling would be most easily shipped and would actually arrive here on time. So I got a kind of, I suppose, the middle of the road, the 16-inch M1 Pro, you know, with 16 gig of RAM and 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 whatever. And, you know, it was hardly the top end, um, but I think that it, it, will, it will do the job. And I think all the interesting processing power and GPU is, is amazing. Unbelievable breakthrough processing power on, on a laptop. But since I don't do you know, real-time 3D graphics or games development, I think I will be just fine with what I got. And I will be fine because I'll be fine starting next Tuesday is the theoretical ship date. Yeah, I think, I mean, having a chat about this with some friends this morning, that I think unless the difference between the M1 Pro and the M1 Max is the GPUs, I I think if I'm correct in saying the the actual processing cores are the same, Um, the M1 Max can take 64 gig of memory, whereas I think it's only 32 on the M1 Pro. But it, it all of the performance benchmarks showed the Max and the Pro the same, um, other than graphics. So I'm pretty sure, unless you're doing graphic-heavy work, and all of the demos for the M1 Max were based around things like Logic, not Logic Pro. Um, um, oh, what's the movie one called? Well, Cinema 4D or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever Apple's um, movie editing software is called, I can't remember. Um, Final Cut? That's the one. That's the one. I knew it was there somewhere. Uh, around that and you know doing you know however many streams of 8k video which obviously everyone wants to do every day so i think for developers unless you have some very very high you know graphic stuff or you're maybe doing um uh, machine learning which i guess i think use gpus a lot doesn't it for this sort of like processing units uh the m the m1 pro seems like a like a good choice i think i would go for 32 gig but that's because i'm of ram it's because i'm you know, greedy, and I always think you can have never have too much RAM. But with that said, anyone on the current M1s, I've not really heard anyone saying that they they feel memory constrained with the 16 gig 
you know, MacBook Air or um, 13-inch MacBook Pro uh, for developing, and everyone still seems mega happy with them. So I, I think you've probably actually gone for a, the right machine there. I think so, too, although they didn't talk about Bitcoin mining. So, you know, maybe that's the other advantage of, of the, all the GPU power on the other ones. So uh, was this for work or for, for personal use you've bought this this machine? No, it's for work. I, I have to tell you, I mean, I'm complaining loudly about it. But, you know, I, I, I cannot type three characters of, of, of Swift without, you know, the CPU getting pegged as SourceKit service tries to determine everything that could possibly go wrong with my code which is clearly a lot i guess maybe it's just it's a reflection of how shitty i am as a as a, as a swift coder but i don't think so i think because i have all my other colleagues who i know are smarter and better than me have similar problems if they're on the old intel machines and so has anyone actually built your code base on an m1 mac yet oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. i mean absolutely so you know yeah, you, I mean, you know from... you know you're good you know because i know there's been some code bases where they're using certain cocoa pods or, or certain oh, right. things there yeah, but yeah, they yeah. just those cocoa pods just you know, haven't been updated for for Intel. They're using some sort of binary dependency inside or something, yeah. and and no. uh, you know, you just. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not done, but there's work to be done. It's not always. Yeah, no. if, if it's just pure Swift code of your own, then yeah, it should be a doddle. No, not to be to put too fine a point on it, but fuck Cocoa Pods, Swift Package <laughs> Manager. I mean, it has its own problems, but no, we we, we are all in on the SPM. Spoom, spam. Excellent. So you're going to have one of these lovely. Now you're. Um, do you plug into a screen normally, or do you? Um, are you, you a, know, a, a, a sort of laptop screen user? Uh, well, I mean, kind of both. I, I I was in the office yesterday, and I'll be you know in the office for the rest of the week, and and. Um, I'm embarrassed to say that the, the the particular work glasses I have were designed with a laptop in mind, and that the 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 re, you know the, they are designed in that way that they're the the angle for for up close is is has me looking down a little bit, so I find they don't work well with a straight ahead monitor. So I probably need a new set of glasses. Um, so there, yeah, there's my shame. So general, and and the reality is I'm just so used to working on a laptop that I I I just. I don't know. I just make it work. Well, that, I mean, that's <laughs> good. Funny, that that means it works for you because because yeah, yeah. my biggest gripe. I mean, the the, the new um, liquid screen with the 120 uh, megahertz refresh rate or the variable refresh rate, you know, is looks beautiful. Um, but you know, my my biggest issue with with Apple and laptops right now because I said last week when we were on the show that I'd like to see a new iMac um, is Apple don't do a monitor and. They're, you know, the most of the monitors out there are not very good, um, or yeah. not designed to work with with Apple stuff. Um, yeah, I'd be perfectly happy if they took the current 5K monitor from, um, you know, from the iMac and put it in a nice case. That would work for me. I don't think it needs to be any better. I mean, if they want to make it better, fine, but they don't need to. And I know that's only the LG Ultra Fine, but in the UK, I mean, firstly, people complain about the connectivity of that and in and, and the shoddy case. But in the UK, you can't even get one anymore. They're not, they're not mm. available for sale. So, you know, there is, you know, for people who want a laptop as their main machine but want to plug it into something else, the options are pretty shitty. Um, and I think it's really letting Apple down personally. That's, but that's just my personal view. So if you're mm. good to use the screen, then I, I say you're good to go. Yeah. No, I, I, I am happy. Um, yep. Uh, what was I going to say? Do you have anything more that you'd like to tell us about your, your perception of the event yesterday? Well, I didn't watch it um, when it was on because I was out in a meeting 
And um, when I got back, it was probably close to midnight, and I thought, I'll just sit down and watch this. And I just scrolled through. Um, so I watched it on Apple TV, and I just I just scrolled through anything that was to do with music and earpods or iPods and the iPod Mini. I don't give a shit, so it's um, I have no idea what was announced there. And I just watched the the Mac stuff, which I have to say was 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 very good. I thought it was um, uh, it wasn't bad. As uh, I, they're they're pretty good at doing these video only events. I think it was probably about the right length with the right amounts of information. Um, that's the nice thing, I guess. They can do a you know forty minute event, fifty minute event because they don't you know people haven't flown in for thousands of miles to be there where they feel they have to keep them entertained for two hours or something. Um, no, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good event and and a nice release. I was disappointed there weren't IMAX, um, but you know I think when they come, they'll be we know what's coming now. They'll be they'll look like the um, you know. Uh, well, will they? I don't know. With the colours at the bottom end, or will they go for a more pro-looking case for the bigger one? Um, I think the chips we've seen are the chips that we're now going to get for the next year. So they're, um, you know, the, the, the new IMAX will come with those. And whether they update the screen or not, I don't know. Because I mean, this, you know, you don't need these multiple multiple refresh rate screens and everything when you're plugged in. It's mainly for battery life, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. So I sad we didn't see them. I would guess maybe spring will be the next thing. He did point out they were one year into a two-year transition. Um, mm. So I guess there's only IMAX and the Mac Pro to go, so I'd say maybe spring for, for the IMAX. And, um, yeah, but it was a good event, to answer your question. Springtime for IMAX and Germany. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. That's an appropriate uh, association, I guess. <laughs> let's, let's associate Hitler with the uh, new new iMac release because I mean, what you more? Could, it, what me. more could Apple possibly <laughs> want? <laughs> yeah, you you should be in marketing, John. You'd really really know how to do I this. Think well. I should, but but is I I think I thought that there was like a, a, a yet another reboot of the producers on Apple TV Plus. Maybe I'm wrong. Just oh, is there? I didn't. I haven't seen I, that. Uh, I could be wrong. I mean, there's some very good stuff on Apple TV Plus. I mean, I'm really enjoying the Foundation series. That's 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 mm-hmm. good. And I and uh, um, the Morning Show season two is very good as well. So, uh, but I don't. I haven't seen anything to do with uh, the producers. Anyway, that that's um, you know. I said I didn't give a shit about that stuff. So let's move on. Uh, any you know, what have you been up to this week? What have you been doing on your slow, crappy old laptop? Well, you know, I I am proud of my little clever. Um, uh, I, should I call it a hack? I don't know. My my clever solution to the problem um, that I had about creating custom actions, accessibility custom actions. So since that's you know a lot of what I talk about in recent history, I'm just going to keep going with it because I hope it helps somebody. So you know, one of the things that that you want to do if you're trying to make any type of scrolling feed efficient to work with is that. You know, if you have something that has a full screen, you know, what appears like a paged d- display, but it's a collection view of full screen cells and the, the cells themselves have lots of little buttons to take various actions for it, the, you know, the default accessibility, let's call it, you know, uh, track would be that, you know, you have to you swipe right or left to kind of go to the next item that's an accessibility element. So it can make navigation incredibly slow because you have to sit there and swipe, 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 swipe to go through all the different elements before it will jump to the next cell in the feed. And it's just a terrible experience. So the, the right way to do it is to is to make the cell itself an accessibility element with some type of helpful title that will say, you know, this is 
title, you know, object one of 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 a hundred or whatever, right? And then there's a, a thing you can put. There's a there's a, a, a property you can set called accessibility custom actions which are these objects which will announce themselves as, as actions and are accessed by swiping up or down with, with your finger. Um, and so that allows you to, to say whatever the common actions of them. So think about Twitter, for example. It will read out the tweet, and then if you want to retweet it, if you want to you know, like the tweet or whatever, these are all custom actions which you can decide to, to do or not. But the main idea is to be able to help you navigate from item to item in the feed, and only when you want to take some actions should you force the user to go through a menu, and so it makes things a lot more efficient. But the problem is that that's, you know, it, it, to create those custom actions there, it's just a very simple protocol that, that essentially gives a title and potentially an image and then a target and selector or an action handler. Um, and so that's all great and well, but, you know, we're trying to make these things as convenient as possible, and, and the layout for sighted users are some collection of UI controls buttons usually. And buttons, of course, have all the information that you need. They have a label, they have a, they have, you know, an image if, if you need one, and they are connected with the target action, you know, um, paradigm that exists all the way back from next step. Um, and so uh, I wanted to, uh, and, and usually there's logic that will show or hide various buttons depending on various different state. And so it's kind of helpful if you can make the fact that if you have buttons on screen, actions are made available for them as a natural course of action. So I just thought about it for half a second. It's like, well, aha, huh. we have our own dynamic icon button class because you hear me prattling on about that. And so I just added a method on it called as accessibility action. Um, and so that basically says that wherever you have buttons, you can just make that and you can enumerate all the, you know, all the buttons that may be housed, for example, in a stack view and just get the actions for them. And and the little silly hack about it is like, well, you have to come up with a target and action. So when you go to create it, when you create the custom action, you set the target to be the button itself, and you set the action to be a method that will just, in effect, programmatically tap the button. It's basically you send the action um, for, for type, which would be... Um, uh, for event, rather, which would be touch up inside, which is the typical thing. So basically, if somebody executes the action, it will be exactly as if somebody had tapped on the button and whatever highlighting, you know, and, and whatever you have will be will be done, which is kind of important, too, which is kind of nice so that if you're driving the app with voiceover, if you're completely blind, you won't see it. But if you're doing it in front of somebody, it's kind of cool to be able to see all the different exact things happening on screen that would happen had you, you know, tapped it with your with your finger in the right location. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, and I was very pleased about how simple it could be made. And I'm just reminded that when something is well designed and well thought out, you can have a very nice, simple solution. And I tried to channel my 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 old dear friend and 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 really mentor this guy Marcel Weyer, who. You, who you you may know, um, software engineer in Germany. So anyway, that was my happy happy um, happy event that happened uh, late last week that uh, is getting put into service and getting tested today. Always good to hear when you feel pleased with the outcome of your work. It is um, yes, it is. It uh, yeah, it makes that, and I agree with you. Um, you know, when something when something is well designed and done, it feels right. Um, I remember when I came to uh, the Mac, and I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure this is a hundred percent true anymore. Maybe it is. I don't know. But the, the very you know the the phrase you heard all the time is if it feels like you're fighting the frameworks, then you're doing it wrong. 
you know, because it should be a gliding smooth thing. But I think there's probably been quite a few additions over the years that have maybe not been as smooth and not been as um it's in there. But but I but I agree with you. It's yeah, it's well well done you. Well done you. Well gosh, thank you, Scotty. There we are. You're you're sort of like wondering what I'm gonna say next, aren't you now? Because I've just praised you. <laughs> Well, you figure like in order to maintain balance in the universe, you're going to throw me under the bus? Of course not. Of course not. Yeah, I live in Bollockshire, and it's ten past six in the evening. There are no buses this time of night. <laughs> <laughs> you mean buses? The municipal transit agency is just yeah. basically a leftover tractor that doesn't start and was was last taken out of service when it when it ran over the single copper wire that brought internet to the county. The last horse and cart went through several hours ago. I won't be seeing any more till till Thursday. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, so talking about things uh, being simple and whatever else, uh, work. I can't. I'm just be careful what to say because this is on a client projects, and I don't obviously want to. Um, you know, I, I don't want to give away client confidential information because that would not be appropriate. But um, I'm working on a, a transition, shall we say, between you know, two systems, and I've mentioned it a little bit before. And for various reasons, there's a whole bunch of stuff um, that it was felt was easier just to leave in the old format and then to adjust the new stuff to be able to access the old stuff um, so that we didn't have to do lots of migrations and all sorts of things, which always cause issues. And, um, you know, there's expense involved because of servers and all the rest of it. And, you know, and and it sounds... Always, you know, you do it on the whiteboard or whatever, and it's simple. And then, you know, so you do it and you get the basics running and the new stuff reads the old stuff and all is cool. And then it's like, uh, yeah, but what about when? Oh, yeah, better go and write a few lines of code just to stop that. With the, if they're using the old stuff, we don't want it to do that. And then, ah, uh, but what about when this? And then uh, before you know it, your your code is littered with little you know, six to 12 lines a bit of code to deal with if this and if that. And, you know, there comes a point where, you know, it, it, it's always hard that is, is it, you know, am I now going to live with this like legacy of these, you know, lots of little 12 lines of codes for a long time, simply to save something now that we're now going to pay for a long time forward, because what if we add something mm-hmm. else? And and it's not about these ones because I'm pretty sure during testing we'll catch them. But what about when someone adds some new feature that shouldn't touch the old stuff because it wouldn't work with the old stuff and you need to do something different and they're forgetting to get it in in the testing. And again, I'm not saying we're doing the right thing or the wrong thing here because I think it's a little bit early to know at this stage. But it is reaching the point now where I'm doing this enough times to think, yeah, should we be taking the harder route now because we're not we're going to pay for this later on? And it's one of those ones again, isn't it? That um, you you have to be careful about sunk time because you know the more days you go on doing the adjustments, the harder it is to say I want to back out of this approach because I've now spent more time on this approach. But equally, the more days you're doing the adjustments, it's probably more reason to back out of the approach. Um, and it's a psychologically, and I think business-wise, these are these are tough decisions to make. Um, and I know this is like really high level and I'm not really giving any good examples. So technically, it's it probably a very you know, 
poor discussion to have. But yeah, I'm in that stage of every time I'm writing code, I'm getting more of the should I be writing this code or should I be going back to the drawing board on it in every day. Yeah, that gets harder because I've now written even more code, but I'm getting more convinced I should be going back to the drawing board. So, yeah, I'm just that's that's my week. It's sort of like I'm ticking off things that are now working. So that's satisfying, but I'm becoming less comfortable with the fact that they're working as I go. So it's, uh, you know, um, never a happy but always happy situation, if you know what I mean. Yes, the 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 good news is it works. The bad news is how it works. <laughs> and And I mean, there are... You know, transitioning user data is high risk. Yeah, uh, from one way to another. But, you know, uh, particularly when there are instances where there may be a lot of users and instances where there may be a lot of data. You know, testing, everything is hard. So if you can avoid transitioning data, that is often a good thing. So the, the fundamental behind it uh, are good. Equally, um, because of the nature of the way this data is stored, you know there are significant costs to transition of data. Um, so again, not transitioning the data has you know significant financial impact, and then you're offsetting it against what you think might happen in the future, um, or how hard this might become in the future, or how hard your work may be, and uh, yeah, that's what makes it hard um, in there. So yeah, it's. Uh, so I'm not saying this right wrong, but it, it, but it's it's frustrating because it means whichever choice you make, you're probably not going to be a hundred percent happy because you always wonder because you don't know. There's no way of knowing. Was would the other of choice been better? I think it's safe to guess that it always would have been better had you done the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to go and lie, lie in the road now, ready for when that cart comes through on Thursday. It can just go straight over me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. I mean, I'm on an Intel Mac. It will still be building then anyway, so. That's yeah. true. Not like you with your, you know, posh new. No, I do have the M1 MacBook Air, which is a lovely machine, and I'm very happy with as well. So Yeah, we really, I'm the one playing catch-up here, dude. You are, as always, you know. Five years late to Swift, yeah. Nine months late to the M1. <laughs> I'm sensing some actual meanness there, Scotty. <laughs> well, I've got to do something while I'm led on the road waiting for the cart to run me over. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think there's the title, waiting, on the car, waiting in the road with, to be run over. <laughs> yeah, maybe a herd of sheep or donkeys will come through in the meantime and give me a light trampling. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Well, in, in, in the spirit of light trampling, <laughs> should we then be nice to, to this week's last listener and let them out a little bit early? I, I think that might, that, that, might be, um, that, that might be the nice thing to do. So, John, if people want to uh, congratulate you on your purchase, uh, excuse me, I've just got to go into the street and shoot, shoot the dog. <laughs> the dog has literally just walked into my office, is sat in my chair and is looking at me barking. Hmm. It's like, can't you see so I've even, got headphones on in using a microphone? Even even your dog is a is a critic. Exactly. You were saying, uh, John, if people want to um, congratulate you on your purchase and um, your your amazing developer skills this week, how, where should they do that? 
Well, they should find me on Twitter where I'm Jembe. That's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And you notice how I got through without slagging Twitter. Um, I don't know why, but uh, because, yeah, because like last week, the Twitter, they're still up. Well, so Scotty. <laughs> high praise, high praise. I, high praise. Oh, it's like, you know, they should, I wonder if there's like a sign that somewhere exists in social media companies where they have like, you know, on construction sites, 60 days since our last accident. It should be like, you know, 475 days before our executive team was hauled in front of Congress to try and explain (laughs) how the complete downfall of Western civilization is due to our algorithm. Yeah. (laughs) people we hate the fact that you're uh you're stealing our data and manipulating us but you know we hate it even more when you can't do it <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it really is it, they really can't win can they <laughs> no well scotty if if people want to help you not win <laughs> where may you be uh, i am perfectly capable of doing that without any help at all so there we are just don't bother talking to me but if you want to talk to me about any other subject, then you can obviously do that on Twitter as well, uh, where I am, MacDevNet. Well, there we are, John. It is uh, the, possibly the last Apple event of um, 2021. I, October is normally... I can't think of an Apple event that's ever been later than in October, can you? No, but seeing that we now count years in, in terms of, of multiple years, because we're still on you know day 897 of, of 2019, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, uh, we met up uh, with some developers in a coffee shop this morning. It's the first time we've been in that coffee shop since lockdown in you know, early 2020. You know, um, you know, we, did, we did see on the way out, <laughs> we'll see you in another two and a half years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it's been a pleasure as always, John. Uh, By the time I speak to you next week, um, you should be in possession of Shiny Shiny, and um, we will hear your first review. But uh, I I look forward to it. Well, Scotty and everyone else who's listening, we thank you for listening, and until next time, you take care. Almost smooth. It was like, you know, one day without shaving. (laughs) 